This is a Need 10 Media production. Hello, it's Nick Claybrook, and welcome aboard for this special episode of the That's the Job podcast. Again, on this show, as you've heard through 23 episodes, 20 really, three of them were for me, but on this show, we talked with professionals about jobs that many, many people have not even heard of, didn't even know they existed. But we also talked to some people that had jobs that, well, you're familiar with, but you learned how the pathway went for those professionals to get to where they are today. And in this episode, we're going to reflect on our first 20 guests of this, of this uh, podcast. And, you know, I'll, I'll take it back. And I've, I've talked about how this all began, uh, where I had a conversation actually with my daughter Rachel's boyfriend, uh, Luke, uh, college wrestler, given up uh, uh, on that pathway and decided to move into his career in construction management. And when he came into our family, he learned more about uh, the work we do and especially the work my wife does, uh, Kelly, who is a perfusionist. She runs a heart-lung machine for open-heart surgery here in, in Northeast Iowa, uh, but that was one guest that I'm not sure I'll ever get on this podcast. So if I'm going to talk to a perfusionist, well, I'm going to probably have to find somebody else. I know a few others out there. But anyway, Luke brought up to me, he goes, you know, the work you do is, is pretty cool, and I think he was looking at my wife's work, and he said, you should do a podcast about jobs people don't know what they are. And this was probably about uh, fall, uh, about this time of year, uh, about a year ago in 2021. And I thought, that's a great idea. But I didn't act on it. And we turned into the, uh, into the new year in 2023 and, and uh, action cures fear. That's uh, uh, one of my digital mentors, uh, Mike Kim had said that a while back. And uh, that's an episode I have in this stream under a different name. I think it's uh, the first episode. If you go all the way back, you can hear from Mike Kim. This was back in maybe 2019. Uh, but I'll get him back here once we get into 23 for season number three. Um, action, action cures fear. So in February, uh, being an old radio guy, uh, I was going to get held up in the production of a podcast like this. And I thought, okay, I, I can't waste my time doing that. So I set it up. Anchor is a, is a site I use where this podcast gets hosted. Uh, it's distributed through Spotify and Apple Music and Google Play and Overcast and all that. Uh, Anchor, I think, actually is owned by Spotify, but that's, that's beside the point. And uh, set up the pieces and just started booking guests. But I figured I can't just jump right in to talk to somebody. I need to allow you to listen to who I am what my story is, my pathway has been. And on February the 12th, I believe it was something like that, of 2022, uh, I launched the podcast and uh, told you about the part-time work I had from working at a grocery store to a radio station to, uh, to park and rec and groundskeeping and got into my degrees and the, the jobs that followed with that from uh, radio stations uh, to radio sales and into college athletics and college sports through two universities and uh, talked uh, pretty openly about uh, getting fired from uh, from that job in college athletics and saying it's something that 
you know, probably was the best professional thing that happened to me. And coming up in season two, we're going to talk to not the guy that fired me, but the guy I was working directly with and for, uh, Leon Costello. We're going to hopefully have him on uh, for that episode, uh, who's the athletic director now at Montana State. Um, we'll get him on uh, on this uh, on this podcast, talk about his journey uh, from coming from Northeast Iowa to sitting in that director's chair. But that college sports... I, I began to see how it wasn't uh, wasn't the world that was for me. I enjoyed the work, enjoyed the environment, but it was something that was like you've got to figure out what your purpose is, and that's uh, that's something I thought to myself, thinking, okay, purpose. And we've talked about this in previous episodes, the ikigai concept, which is the Japanese uh, concept of being. When you know what you love doing and you're good at it, you can get paid for it, and the world needs it. Well, you found your purpose. And that's when we get into uh, our episode three. And we talk about, or I talk about, the work that I discovered in economic development and helping communities and more specifically helping uh, people and jobs and workforce. And that evolved into working with education and working with families, trying to set up the work that I truly enjoy, which is really student-centered career planning that I want to work with families and students and also those people that influence those high school students and even college students that are trying to help them discover their pathway beyond graduation. And it is a, a challenging question for a high school senior, even a high school junior, to get asked, what are you doing after high school? It's a stressful question that has now put a lot of pressure on our youth that they have to have an answer that uh, not only uh, appeals to the person asking it, but one they feel like they're going to fit into, that they're going to make a good living at, uh, that has purpose to it. There's all sorts of pressures that come into it. But the big challenge is when you start looking at what jobs are out there, many people quickly think of uh, teacher, engineer, uh, graphic design, uh, anything in the healthcare field from nursing to doctor to physician uh, assistant. Physical therapy is a big one. But all the jobs that are out there, you couldn't list them. Uh, you couldn't even think to start where you're going to list them. So that's where this idea uh, came from. And when I work with students and we start going through in discovering the process that I have and the pathway to purpose, what kind of work are they wired to do? But also, what kind of lifestyle do they want to have in that job? What is their future thinking they want to, where they want to be, who they want to be with, how they want to live their life? It all kind of plays in. I take out that, let's call it post-secondary education, college, training, whatever. Let's take that out. Let's jump ahead to that first 42 years of work. And I'm talking like, you know, when you're, uh, you know, 21, 22, all the way up to 65. Again, that's generality. What is the first job you're hoping to get that's going to fit you, that's going to find your ikigai, find your purpose? And then let's reverse engineer that. Let's reverse and build that bridge backwards to discover not only, you know, you found the job, but then looking at, uh, you know, why is that? What is it about that work that you're drawn to? And then let's get you connected to how and where you can get that training and also, how can you gain more uh, experience, exposure? Is there somebody we can connect you to or that you already know or, or I know or someone I know knows 
that can offer you a, a, a light at the end of the tunnel to see here's a pathway to potentially get to that job. But a challenging thing along the way, and, and you, I've heard this through uh, all of these interviews, and hopefully you have too, none of these people, I will say with the exception of one, uh, that I've interviewed, that'll be coming up in season two, did not end up where they started. You know, through the pathway, there's always work that we think we're going to get into. Then there's work that we end up doing. We get a little frustrated, so we want to find something we're passionate about, something we love doing or we feel like we can love doing. And then we find that job that just fits us. And that is, uh, that is undescribable when you can discover that point. And many people out there don't find that and maybe don't even take the chance to pursue that for multiple reasons um, that either they can control or cannot control. But that seems to be the pathway looking through all of this and some of them finding those jobs later in life. Uh, for example, like Bill Jordan, who uh, interviewed uh, in episode number 11, uh, who was a great mentor of mine going through an internship in North Carolina at WRAL-FM uh, Radio in Raleigh, North Carolina. Uh, he was a radio guy. That's how he started. That's how he retired. But found his, I, I think, his true calling in, uh, in being an author and the message he was able to communicate uh, uh, through the boomer generation. So as I look back through this list of, of having Aaron Buzza on, who talked about tourism, talked about, uh, you know, Ron Howard in Macon, Georgia, uh, offering him acuity and him passing on it, and then going on to Eric Engelman, an entrepreneur that has touched so many lives and made some things happen for people across the country, talking food science with Jennifer Lindsay, of all the things you don't think go into what we are eating and, and what we are doing uh, in the world of food, all those different jobs. It's a science that a lot of people don't think about. Caught up in episode seven with Adam Veet, uh, who was a basketball, uh, college basketball player that I met uh, through Northern Iowa. Uh, and he bounced around and, and he was a catalyst really in this type of work. And, and when I heard his story about six years ago of him in basketball and then choosing a major and then choosing exercise science, uh, graduating, not really moving on to, to play any more basketball um, at a competitive level, ends up in, uh, you know, exercise training and then ends up in insurance and then discovers the world of recruiting, employment recruiting. And he just loves it and fits into it. He still gets to balance his, uh, his basketball passions uh, with his podcast and, and some other areas as well. Uh, probably talked to uh, one of our first uh, off-the-wall ones and Debbie Krasuski, uh, a dream pollinator. And you're going to have to go back and listen to episode number eight to learn more about that. Uh, a dad coach with Ben Kilroy, kind of turning it on the year. You hear about mom. A lot, there's a lot of resources, I think, out there for moms. But dads on the other end, that's where Ben Kilroy has, has found an avenue. Uh, Matt Kroger in episode 10 uh, really wanted to get an him to talk about college admissions. He was in the college admissions game for a long time and found his way out of it kind of transitioned into working with colleges and, and uh, in, a, in a micro scholarship world, 
but then found a purpose in working not only still working with college campuses, but recruiting students to be bone marrow donors. And that's something that can have a true impact. And, you know, since then, Matt was living in Northeast Iowa and has since broadened his life, grew his hair out, and has moved his family to Arizona to, to enjoy uh, that part of the country. Talked about Bill Jordan in episode 11. Uh, Amanda Lynch uh, in episode 12, who was a college swimmer and, you know, had some struggles uh, coming through uh, that life and, and left that opportunity in Division I college swimming to move on with her life. She saw it was time to, to move on and has ended up working for uh, a retirement community, Western Home Communities uh, here in Iowa and have, has worked with this program called Fortified Life. But she is one that I've known since she was in high school and you're gonna enjoy that conversation of the passion she has for her work and where she wants to go with that. Alvin Cowan, uh, a podcast writer, producer, actor, um, you know, that was one that I, I got connected with that I didn't know quite what to expect in a story. And uh, the journey that Alvin had, uh, you're going to want to listen to that in episode 13. Uh, episode 14 is Tara McFarland. She's a damn engineer. Not D-A-M-N, but damn. So she worked for the uh, United States government, the Recla Water Reclamation uh, Department, with all of the uh, the dams, like Hoover Dam and such that are in the country, and how those operated and how those work. So uh, again, an interesting conversation with a dam engineer. And then Barry Rector, somebody who did not plan to end up in the casino business, but also didn't plan to get out of it as quickly as she did. She talks about that and then finding a life uh, through entrepreneurship and working with uh, designers and signage and things like that. But she is one that has made so many connections for me uh, that uh, has expanded my horizon and my circle uh, as part of my network. And then Lauren Johnson, uh, a mental performance coach that I met through uh, Mike Kim that I mentioned earlier. She was a mental performance coach for the New York Yankees and went on her own and the energy she has and the focus she has in helping people, you know, there's people that are helping, uh, can help people with their physical challenges, but when it comes to the mental state and the psychological state, a lot of times that gets uh, uh, gets diminished, if you will, or downplayed. But you can hear Lauren talk more about that. And then I get into uh, an exciting episode with Jody Mayberry, and uh, a park ranger turned uh, financial or financial analyst turned park ranger turned marketer, ends up really at the forefront of podcasting probably about 10 or 15 years ago and got connected through Jody or to Jody uh, through the Cockrell family. Um, Lee Cockrell, Dan Cockrell were both, uh, they were both uh, executives with Disney World and Disney and Jody was their podcast host and got connected behind the scenes with him. So that's been great to see where he's brought his business. Then Daniel Alphon, business intelligence, this was back uh, in episode 18, and really getting somebody who loves uh, combing in and understanding how businesses work, and a key expert also in LinkedIn. Tim Schur, uh, I had to get on, I had to get Tim involved in episode 19. He is was a part of the uh, 
uh, Don Miller group and the story brand. And he went on his own and he has a podcast and he is an author, but it was great to get energy from him about his pathway from wanting to be wanting to be, you know, a singer. And then he managed uh, musical talent in Nashville. And then he went on to be a key manager of operations for those companies I talked about. And Mike Hahn was somebody from my past that I brought in uh, back in episode 20. And Mike uh, was a gentleman that sat in on a session when I thought I had this great business idea about 10 years ago in travel magazines. And I think some things were said that kind of opened my eyes to, you know, maybe don't get into that, Nate. So we're going to talk more about his world. And and he is actually one that is doing the work he thought he'd be doing in high school, but has taken it to a whole nother level. A fun interview was on the our 21st episode uh, with Michelle Baker. And Michelle uh, ended up in the cruise business just by chance, worked for the Disney Cruise Line and uh, Disney... Uh, Disney's consulting program or Disney's uh, Disney's Institute and moved on from that to start a consulting business with her son. So good story from that. And then we talked to a recreational mathematician. Yes, a recreational mathematician, Noah Healy, in episode 22 and doing math for fun. That is a job and it can have quite an impact. And then Christy Hooley was an episode that uh, we just released, episode 23, uh, going from uh, and being an educator to homeschooling to writing uh, a children's book. Uh, all these people that I talk to, as you go along and as you listen to their stories of where they started and where they evolved, I was able to ask some questions uh, and I'm going to rewind this because as I first started off in this process of this podcast, and if you produce a podcast or host one, uh, you may understand where I'm at. So I was trying to be proactive, if you will, efficient. So I was taking notes as we were going along and, and having these conversations. But what I found was I was not uh, paying close enough attention to ask, as I call, the next question. So when somebody is talking and, and listening is a key part of communication that really, really does not get the attention that it should. Whatever was said, I want to dive a little bit deeper and maybe even deeper and ask a question based on uh, the thought that they had. And the key thing that kept coming out as I was listening through episodes was, you know, that's a good question. I hadn't really thought about that. You know, that is a really good question. There's another good question. I'm not saying this to pat myself on the back, but when they say that, I feel, and from a broadcaster standpoint and, and someone who's interviewed a lot of people, there are crutch phrases or crutch words that you will throw out because your brain needs to process an answer that you were not ready for in a question. So when they say that, that that's a good question, I think, okay, this is a great interview because they're gonna they're digging deep and are opening themselves up to give us information that maybe they hadn't planned for. And I'm gonna invite you to look ahead when we get into season two here, which starts here uh, next week. Ian Evenstar is episode 28, and it's a very emotional episode that 
I had not planned to see where that went, but we really dove deep into the work that, uh, uh, from the work where he he began into where he's at now and, and the people along the way. So that'll be episode 28 uh, when we look at here into season um, season number two. Wow. You know, I, I reflect on what I just talked about and all the people that I've interacted with uh, through season one. And I will tell you, uh, if you go back and listen to my intro episode or even some of the early episodes, my plan was to reach out to all the people, many of the people that I had met along the way through my circles uh, growing up through my circles in college athletics, through broadcasting, through fundraising, through economic development, through uh, friendships, through college and training and whatever. And I go back here and it's only a handful of people, particularly that actually were a part of my circle. Uh, actually, I think I only have, if I'm going back here, I think I maybe only have one on this list from the first episode, first season that was on my list. And coming up in season number two, only one is going to end up on that list. Actually, two will end up on that list, uh, which means we have a whole another season three that we got to plan for once we get into 2023. Again, you know, getting into this and people saying, why do you do the podcast? And and honestly, when I got into it, it was to, to hit a passion button uh, from my broadcasting days and as it went along, I was broadening my circle, broadening my network, connecting with people and learning about pathways and jobs that I didn't even know necessarily were out there or the pathways of how people got. So there are people along the way that I have known a long time uh, through episode or through season one and also into season two, but I didn't know how they got there or the challenges they had along the way. But if you listen through all of the episodes and even get into season two, there are some durable skills that are so key that these people are passing along. And we're gonna visit with Stephanie Short in episode 37, who is with America Succeeds. And she is pushing durable skills, that's the phrase, instead of 21st century skills or soft skills or professional skills or human skills. Uh, when you're talking leadership and character and collaboration, along with communication and creativity, uh, critical thinking, metacognition, which is uh, self-understanding, mindfulness, growth mindset, fortitude, you know, having the inspiration and constitution as a person. These are things that really are going to play up here in our future and in the work I do with Career Venture Academy and also uh, CAPS uh, in Northeast Iowa and beyond. These are angles that we're looking at, not just on uh, how we can formulate pathways for these uh, young people out there and find the work that they're doing, but also getting into matching up and identifying durable skills that young people and all people really uh, need to have. And we'll dive deeper into that as, as we move along. But again, I appreciate you for being along in the ride. And I just got to assume you've made it through 23 episodes, uh, even the bonus episodes from a couple of years earlier with Jeff Salingo and, and Mike Kim on, on this podcast uh, to be a part of, uh, again, me celebrating the first 20 guests in the first 23 uh, episodes and uh, more to come. I kind of previewed what's to come here in season number two. 
Again, thank you for listening and being on this journey with me. And please subscribe, share this podcast with your friends, with your circle. It's called That's a Job. It's on Spotify, Overcast, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast. The That's a Job podcast presented by Career Adventure Academy and the College and Career Discovery course. Discover the work you are wired to do. Now go live your career adventure. If you haven't done so already, hit subscribe to enjoy future episodes. Build your career adventure at nateclayberg.com. Production assistance provided by Bill Jordan VoiceOvers. Visit BillJordanVO.com. This podcast is a Need 10 Media production.